0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing looking at the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ The teachings that he gave uh, while he was here on earth, particularly pertaining to the kingdom of God, but all things God, which is the synopsis of the kingdom of God, right? So anyway, we're in Matthew 22 now, and we've looked at uh, sort of using Matthew as uh, the beginning point where we leap off of these parables, and we've seen parable teachings and parable-like teachings in Matthew 5 and 7 and 9, and a bunch of them in 13, some in 18, some in 20, some in 21, and now we're at 22. We've also chased the cross-references around. Mark and Luke give some accounts of these things also. But here, in the 22nd chapter of Matthew, verse 1 says this, Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, then verse 2 uh, begins the parable. And this parable goes from verse 2 to verse 14, I think. Let me scroll down here and see. Yeah, And this is really important. We may be able to read through the whole thing today. Uh, we'll try to do that and then uh, maybe talk about it today and maybe later, I don't know, we'll see what happens. But the last verse of this is really, really uh, very well known. I don't know if people know that it uh, that Jesus said it in a parable. And I don't know if they know the context of it or if they see what's being said here and what's going on. But anyway, we'll look at it and see what the Lord speaks to us about it. So here's the parable beginning verse 2. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent out his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding feast. And they were unwilling to come. Again, he sent out other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fattened livestock, and all are, are all butchered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went their way, one to his own farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his slaves and mistreated them. And kill them. But the king was enraged, and he sent his armies and destroyed those murderers and set their city on fire. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those who are invited are not worthy. Go, therefore, to the main highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding feast." Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered together all they found, both evil and good. Hm and the wedding hall was filled with dinner guests. But when the king came in to look over the dinner guest, he saw a man there who was not dressed in wedding clothes. And he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without wedding clothes? And the man was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, throw him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, here's the last verse I was mentioning earlier For many are called, but few are chosen. Oh, my. This is an intriguing parable, is it not? So, as in all things with the parables, just pay attention to the, uh, the basic foundational thing, sort of resist the initial thing of spiritualizing everything, but you can see what the story is telling, okay? And the story is what? You've got someone uh, who, uh, a king, who gave a big wedding feast for his son, and he sent out slaves. So, here's what the picture is the king is the most high God, <coughs> the son is Lord Jesus Christ. He sent out his slaves. His slaves were the prophets of old. And the prophets went out, and they invited people to come to the wedding feast. They're inviting people to come to God. They're inviting people to be uh, reconciled to God, but they were unwilling to do it. So he sent out more slaves, and the more slaves gave more details. says, hey, everything's been prepared. The dinner has been. The oxen and the fat and livestock, they're all butchered. Everything's ready to go. Come in. Come into the wedding feast. Come in to the kingdom. Still, the response was that they paid no attention, according to verse 5. Went their own way. Some of them went about the ways of life. Did their farming, went about their other business. The rest, it says, and the rest seized his slaves and mistreated them and killed them. Yeah, the ones that uh, weren't going about life, the rabble-rousers, killed these slaves, killed the prophets. So this enraged the king. So what did he do? He sent his armies and destroyed those murders and set their city on fire. That's what happened when the northern kingdom of Israel was hauled off in captivity by Assyria in 722 B.C. It's what happened when the southern kingdom was hauled off by the Babylonians. Same exact thing. I think that uh, the final siege was, what, 586 B.C.? So he said this is what happened. The king was enraged, and he caused that. But now he, he said he tells his slaves to go out and tell the whole world. Because those who were invited were not worthy. Those who were invited rejected him. So he goes out and he tells the slaves, go out into the street. That's the idea. And they gather together all they found. So they're inviting everybody in the world, the evil and the good. Everybody's being invited to the wedding hall and is filled with the dinner guests. So then the king comes in and he looks around and he sees the dinner guests, but he sees a man who's not dressed in wedding clothes. And notice that the king calls him friend. He says, friend, did you, how did you get in here? How did you come in here without wedding clothes? And the man was speechless. And boy, this is such a vivid picture of those that are in there with the dinner party. They're in there with the guest. They have responded to an invitation to come, and they're there, but they are not prepared. They don't have the wedding clothes. They haven't been uh, endued with power from on high that haven't been transformed, they haven't been born again. He's there in the midst of the activity, but he hasn't been born again. As a matter of fact, y'all hang on a second. We are having just a siege, and I mean a siege of eight hundred numbers calling our community. Y'all ever get that? I mean they're just that's four, five, six, seven of them a day, you know. And so um, it'll end here in a second. Quiet, quiet. Thank you. (laughs) Well, nearly quiet. So, anyway, I think that's the status of many, many within the religious church today, the religious organization today. They're there, they're in the dinner, they've been invited, they've come, but they have not truly believed. (laughs) They are without wedding clothes. What's going to be their outcome? He tells them. He looks at the other servants and says, hey, you bind him hand and foot. Throw him into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The outer darkness is in the lake of fire. It's hard to believe that a fire is dark, but it is. And then Jesus says that last verse in this entire context. For many are called, but few are chosen. And there's many scripture passages that relate to that. The call is the idea that many are invited but few are chosen. And in Matthew and Second Peter and Revelation, there's passages that speak of the fact of the choosing of the Lord. Now, I know that makes a lot of people nervous in a lot of different ways. Generally speaking, it's because they know more about the stance than they know about what the Word of God says. And if you look and see what the Word of God says, it's very, very forthright uh, what the Lord says. He calls, he desires for all mankind to be saved, but there are chosen. Now there's all sorts of questions that arise that that, that are worthy to be discussed and to talk about, but here's what the bottom line truth is, that God is God and he does what he wants to do, okay? He does what he wants to do. So what's he saying to the people there? Remember the religious rulers were listening to this. They were already furious at him because they knew that he was talking about them in these parables this would have just made a matter but they would have seen the truth but they were rejecting the truth well my time is up again i'm dale thank you so much for your time and i'll see you in the next episode